Tuesday, June 2nd. Um, probably a lot to unpack right now as far as like mentally what's happened in probably about the last 12 hours in St. Louis, Missouri, where I'm from. Um, as we all know, if you don't, you've been living under a rock. Um, the death of George Floyd has rocked the world um, past week or so. And um, there have been protests everywhere. Uh, there have been like, you know, violent situations, looting, etc. And uh, St. Louis has been taking a part in the protests as well. Cool. However, last night, well, early this morning, it was like I was watching people's individual Facebook lives that were just going Facebook live to live. Right. And I'm watching it and it's like looking at scenes from a Grand Theft Auto movie or something like, I mean, not only did St. Louis decide to protest, but they also decided to go on a looting spree and vandalizing uh, different things in the community. And that's the part I don't understand. Um, a Seven Eleven was burned down and that was, uh, a 7-Eleven, me and my coworkers used to go to on break. That 7-Eleven is by my job. Well, it was by my job. Burnt to the ground. Um, they shot four police officers. Uh, some, you know, like I say, this, I, these are not in any specific order. This is just throughout the city. Yeah, so four police officers got shot. I did see a live where uh, the police officers were standing off against protesters. I did see a live where at this gas station, there's a Shell's gas station downtown, um, where a shootout just began to happen with the police and with people, and you just heard all this gunshots and, and stuff like that. So not only while a Seven Eleven is being burned down, uh, you got a shootout with the police. Also, somebody gets killed in front of a Barnes Hospital, and um, very unfortunate, and very unfortunate that a, another older man got killed outside of uh, Lee's Pawn and Jury, a black man, an older black man who... Um, from what I'm gaining from the internet, he was not the owner, but he was a friend of the owner and he went by the store to protect the store while people were looting because they started to come towards the inner city, which this is an area where it's the middle of the city. I mean, it, it already looks like a, a scene of a war zone. You have, um, abandoned buildings, you have, um, your drug addicts, you have your high speed chases, you have gunshots. You could hear at any time of the day or night. And um, they decide, I won't even call them protesters. I'll just say they. They decided to come in this area and not only kill a man in front of his store, they also went into like a shopping area and looted a footlocker, um, another clothing store called Rainbow. Um, and they also were breaking into the Chase Bank trying to steal the ATM or something like that, man. Like, I'm telling you, like, all these different things are going on, on on different lives at once. And shout out to Real SDL News because they stay on the scene of everything that goes on in St. Louis. And um, they're reporting live from each spot. You see some crazy stuff. You may not. But the craziest thing I saw was the uh, the events right after the older man got killed. And um, another clip that resurfaced uh, like about an hour ago. Somebody just tagged me in. But basically, you just see... Uh, whoever is on live, they're arguing with another individual, and they're like, "Man, you shot him over a TV, cause what the fuck?" Da da. You know they going going back and forth, and you can hear somebody yelling back, da da da. And at this moment, you hear, "Oh, you gonna pop me too? You gonna pop me too?" He goes to the car, and he's like, "Hey, give me my shit, cause he pulls out some type of big rifle. I don't know what it is, and was like, "Oh, he gonna pop me too, huh?" Like, and they were just like, "Man, they're really with the shits, man." Like. It's sad. And then this man's uh, final moments were just laid out in front of the the pawn store. 
You know what I'm saying? The least part in jury. He's just laid out there bleeding, breathing, eyes open. It's his last moments, man. And literally, you shot this man over a TV. This is a pawn shop, my guy. Uh, these are used items. You killed a man over a used item. Not only this a man, like you killed the older black man when all this stuff is supposed to be going on because of the injustice of police brutality, not just George Floyd, but period, because it continues to happen. But if we're going to rise up and be on some, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, et cetera, why are you going to kill other black people during a protest or what's supposed to be a protest? Then I think about, you know, what's it going to take for, you know, the police brutality thing to just stop, you know, or, um, People that don't understand that it's wrong. Hence, you know, the judges that don't convict anyone and, you know, that nature. You know, people who donate millions of dollars to the person that just killed an innocent black man while he was being detained. You know, stuff like that. Because, you know, it's all the same scenario from what I see. A cop kills an unarmed black guy. They get millions of dollars in donations. They don't go to jail. They just disappear from kind of like the scene of media. And then they get rehired or go live their life doing whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same scenario. And people are mad at that, man. I'm mad at it for damn sure. It's it's sad. You know, what that one cop did to uh, George Floyd, I mean, can you imagine just being pinned to the ground, handcuffed, and somebody's body weight is on your neck from their knee. Like, his knee is just, and he's just, the look on his face was just like, I'll never forget no look like that. Like, dude, looked like he was just enjoying it. He looked like he knew he was going to kill him, and he was enjoying it, you know? And it's just sad, man. You know, now, you know, um, so many people's lives are being lost on film, you know? just recordings it's good because it's bringing more awareness but it's just sad to see those things man i'm tired of seeing videos like that like one of the craziest ones to me i always remember is uh when a cop pulls over this guy and he asks him you know for his license and registration or whatever and he's like oh it's in my wallet blah blah and he's like okay we're reaching there and get it told him to reach in there as soon as the guy reaches for his wallet he just lights him up like, he just starts shooting them, like, at least, I think, like, five times. And I want to say, and it's crazy because if this isn't the same scenario, it's a scenario that's similar. But I want to say this guy had his girlfriend with her, and she was recording the whole time. And like I said, if that's not the same video I'm talking about, then that this is a video of a girl recording as her boyfriend got shot. You know what I mean? So, so many different scenarios, man. Um... I don't know um, what police. I mean, would it help that they paid a little more attention to what police officers they put in certain areas? Like, you know, should, if you're if you become a cop, should you become a cop in the area you grew up in? Because, you know, the area, you know, the people, you know, the neighborhood. But then again, are there shortages of people that want to be on a police force so they can't do stuff like that? You know, I think community awareness is definitely um, a big deal, you know. You can't have these these white guys that have never been around inner city black people and don't understand them coming out here trying to police. 
Speaking of the police, what was up with the police? I don't know if you've seen it, but as a clip, uh, there's a black reporter that went, uh, he's live on the air in, in, the, in the Minneapolis situation. Uh, I think they had just burnt a target down, eluded a target or something like that. And he was in front of that recording live with his crew and the police walk up and arrest him. And it was like, what the hell? Like, and he's showing him the badge, the CNN badge, all this and all that. And then the crew records as this man is being taken into custody. And it was like, what the hell? Like, why? Like, why are you arresting reporters, a black reporter? You know, I should say, because knowing damn well, if it was one of them white guys, you he, he wouldn't have got re- arrested. And on top of that, the crew didn't get arrested. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. That shit was crazy. I did see that the governor, he had to apologize directly to CNN because CNN was pissed off. You know, they were playing that clip like crazy. Um, but then they went and looted CNN in, uh, where was that, in Atlanta, I think it was? Yeah, Atlanta went crazy, I heard. They went through the mall. Man, I saw a video in Atlanta where a dude, you know those cars you can like that sit in the middle of the mall and it's like, oh, fill out a Ford raffle to win this car or whatever. There was a dude who somehow got in the car and got the keys. I mean, maybe the key was inside. I don't fucking know. But he's driving the car <laughs> throughout the mall, bro. <laughs> it was like an SUV. He's driving the SUV throughout the mall and people just yelling and, and screaming. Chicago went crazy. You know, they were... Um, Definitely looting some things out of there. I saw a clip, man, of a dude. There's two different clips. One one clip of a dude riding a horse, and he's yelling like, hey, I got this horse, you know what I mean, as he's riding. And then another clip, somebody's recording a guy riding a horse downtown Chicago or wherever Chicago, while everything's going on, right? I didn't see no saddle on the horse or nothing, bro. So... I made a status, and I was like, yo, it's crazy to see, you know, Chicago, Castello, horse, blah, blah, blah. So then this girl on my timeline makes a post, and she's, like, basically talking about how people are uh, stereotyping the man on the horse, and that turned out to be his horse, and uh, racial profiling, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I, 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 I commented on there, because one, because I know her, and I, well, I don't know her personally, but we kind of comment on each other's stuff. But I know her, we like to argue with each other back and forth. But I comment on it, and I was just like, well, where is the proof of this man saying that he was profiled or proof that this man owns the horse and stuff like that? She's like, oh, he didn't have to say it. Well, how do we know that he owns a horse? How do we know somebody didn't steal a horse? Because all we see in videos of are people stealing postal vehicles, busting the windows out of them, driving them through walls. They broke into the car dealership, driving um uh, cars crazy you know then you see a clip of somebody on a horse yelling about how they got a horse and they ain't got no saddle riding the horse the streets of chicago in the middle of a night of a protest you know what i'm saying and you want people to just automatically assume oh that guy owns that horse i'm gonna think damn this is funny as hell a dude is riding a horse in the middle of a protest and looting spree riding bareback no saddle you're gonna think like oh yeah he has his truck somewhere around the corner with the uh, you know, the, with, the, with the trailer to put the horse in. Because if I'm not mistaken, downtown St. Louis, I'm not St. Louis, downtown Chicago, I've been a few times, my pops used to live there. I don't think there ain't no stables in downtown Chicago nowhere to just pull out no horse in the middle of a protest and be like, yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna think logically, like, where the fuck did this dude get a horse? And then the caption of the video says, stolen police horse. I'm gonna run with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> because at the end of the day, if, it, if the dude did own the, the horse, 
him owning a horse ain't gonna get more uh, attention than um, somebody that stole a police horse. Now that's funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares about the truth when a lie is more entertaining. You know what I mean? But that's neither here nor there. I just had to break that down because I didn't understand how I was wrong for thinking that this guy stole a police horse. I didn't under- I didn't know how I was wrong. But the other thing too with um the internet, man, it's also like people just being overly sensitive to everything now. Especially now when stuff is racially motivated, this and that. You're going to see a lot of things, and you're going to see a lot of people's true colors, and you're not going to agree because a lot of people got some crazy judgments. So, I don't know. And, I'm hey, I'm crazy too. I'm sure y'all probably listen to this podcast and say, hey, this dude crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy. Just, hey, I'm not the only one that's crazy. <laughs> hey, the, fun, the craziest thing I did see this morning, though, man, and it, this was sad because this girl made a status, and she said, um, this is just what Dr. Martin Luther King and five others were paid millions to do. Lead us into this burning house called America and put the three K's, the KKK, you know, America. And then she said uh, segregation was the best thing that could have happened for black people. And I wanted to comment on it. I didn't because I didn't feel like going back and forth with somebody. That's another thing. You'd be seeing stuff. You'd be want to go back and forth. I didn't want to go back and forth this morning. But I wanted to say, like, you do know that segregation caused things to be segregated meaning there were black only places whites only places and not many black only places at that you also had schools were segregated people couldn't learn uh you know things were segregated you do know that was designed to keep us behind so why would you say segregation was the best thing that could have happened for black people and then want to say Dr. King was paid millions of dollars to lead us down what this road. Lead us down what road? <laughs> At this point, we're dealing with the cars that we're dealt, in my opinion. And another thing, I'm tired of seeing people going off about Benjamin Crump. Like, people like, oh, well, this is just on my timeline. Like I say, St. Louis be crazy. But talking about why do people keep hiring Benjamin Crump? He hasn't won any cases. Um, only settlements and this, this, and this. Well, at least he's doing it, man. At least he's reaching out to these families to try to help, at, at least help. He didn't invent the criminal system. And that's another thing, too. We need more black judges. We need more people um, that are black that are, uh, what are the public defenders, just in the system in general. You know what I'm saying? So why are y'all talking about this man? He, he, he didn't create the system. He can only go up there, represent, and do what he can, and then potentially get somebody some paper for, you know, grieving over they, they lost family member, which is another thing. Some of these judgments I'd be saying, I'd be wondering, like, man, like, why uh, why are you taking $250,000 and they killed your, you know, your, your homeboy at a red light, you know, or your, your, your son at a red light? Man, make these people pay. Lawsuits need to be fat, you know? And I understand this is why the civil arrest is going on, um... With uh, the Joy Floyd situation, which, I, hey, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for protesting. I'm all for freedom of speech and all that. I just don't condone the violence. But at the same time, I understand the violence in some cases. You know what I mean? Um, the, the, the messing up your own community and tearing down other black businesses, that stuff I don't understand. But when um, people were getting online and mad that they, you know, looted a Target or whatever, that man, Target got insurance on that stuff. Target got billions of dollars. Speaking of that, I know here in St. Louis, they closed the majority of their targets temporarily, I guess, into this this whole thing going on because of what happened in Minneapolis. You know, I remember seeing old girl from uh, what the, the T.I. and Tiny show, Shekinah. Her name was, uh, yeah, Shekinah or something. She was online crying, talking about um, 
Gucci ain't did nothing to y'all. Lennox Mall ain't did nothing to y'all. What y'all rock, looting uh, this stuff for, blah, blah. Man, these are million-dollar companies that, you know, nine times out of ten don't care for black people, number one. Number two, got insurance. You know what I'm saying? These are brands that, like I say, nine times out of ten don't care about black people, but black people will spend all their money on it. You know what I'm saying? These, these And these have been proven facts. You look at the, the what happened with Gucci, and they had a... um a noose around uh, someone's neck uh, and that was supposed to be a hoodie or something, but it was a noose, you know, stuff like that. Like what was the one that had the monkey on the black kid? Uh, You know, just, just look up racial shit with clothing lines, man. You know, so you online crying about that, man, them places got, you know, insurance. The people I feel for the most are the businesses that went under that were black owned. Like I did see a black guy who owned a sports bar in Minneapolis and he was, you know, upset because he said it took him, you know, so long to get to where he was. And I understood that, man. You know, I, I really do. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, man. You know, it's, I guess it's just one of those casualties, man. I, I feel bad for the people who worked at the, you know, stores that got burnt down or the stores that got looted that would never open back up because of so much loss of uh, inventory or just lost, period. It doesn't make a point for the, the company to open back up or the store to open up. You know, the people I used to see at that 7-Eleven that got burned down, you know what I'm saying? I feel bad for them. They don't have no job no more. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad for, uh, you know, the people that worked at the Family Dollar or the person in that neighborhood uh, where the Family Dollar is that, you know, don't have a car and they walk to Family Dollar to get stuff for their career. You know, I feel bad for those people, you know, throughout this kind of stuff. You know, I feel bad for the ones that's really taking a hit, you know. And of course, we'll never feel the pain of um, those individuals uh, who are close to, um the fallen soldiers in this uh, police brutality thing that we got, you know, we'll never feel the pain of those people. You know what I'm saying? But all we can do is just keep pushing forward and just keep trying to move forward, man. And um, just, just be optimistic. You know, I don't, I don't want no race war. I ain't gonna lie to you, but I feel like time and time again, it just keeps pushing and pushing. I feel like there, that, that's what's being pushed. Like there will be a race war or something, or that will, you know, there will be a people versus, uh, the powers that be the government type thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't want that to happen, man. Another thing that was crazy and was just scary in a sense too, was to see how different instances of chaos were going on in different parts of the inner city of St. Louis. But, you know, somebody gets shot here. There is no police response because you got police at this fire. You got police in the shootout over here, or you got police trying to get to a scene where they're breaking in the bank or this and that. You do see those scenes. And it's like, wow, like there's not even enough police to police. That's when you get the national guard involved and stuff like that. So I wonder if they're going to bring them in or whatever they got going on for the day. Cause I mean, it's early in the morning, but these protests been going on for what? I think the last three nights. So We'll see, you know, if anything goes on, man. Like I say, a lot of viral clips of people doing stuff. I did see a video where a guy, he had a Boeing arrow, man. <laughs> and, like, he yelled. I don't know if he yelled, all lives matter, or I forgot what happened. But he had a Boeing arrow, and he pissed off the crowd, and then they just beat the hell out of him. Like, he was, like, trying to jaw the, the Boeing arrow on people. I saw a video from here in St. Louis where an older white guy drives his Harley Davidson into the crowd and like, you know, as he's getting up off the motorcycle, he's old, now mind you, and people are walking up, he pulls out this little bat 
and he pulls out this Batman, and he gets off his bike, and he pulls out his dentures. <laughs> you can clearly see him pull out his dentures and, like, put them in his pocket like he knew he's about to get stole on. I mean, he didn't get hit or nothing like that, though. I think they just let him get on his bike and ride off, but... You know, this, like I said, this exposes a lot of people's true colors, and it just, like, I never understood the racism thing in, in general. I never understood the stereotyping in general. Um, and I'll never understand people who think that there's nothing wrong with what's going on or think that things are fine, you know what I mean? Or think, hey, you know, shit happens. You know, sometimes people just get killed by the cops. It's like, nah, that ain't what's up. You know, you have these situations where things deliberately um, go bad, man. Like, I, did you see the video... Um, of the police planting bricks uh, around, like, I guess, a protest route. Like, they were planting piles of bricks, you know. So, you know, just all kind of crazy stuff, man. Just all kind of corruption. I mean, at the end of the day, police are people, you know what I'm saying? And you got to realize that people do crazy things, you know. You're a person that's given so much power, you know, when you become a cop. You, You get so much power. And it's a shame that some people abuse that power and consequently, you know, kill unarmed black people and um, also send people to jail for long periods of time for stuff that they don't do. Like one of the things that really breaks my heart is to see like when I when you see those cases where, you know, a a brother or anybody for that nature did, uh, you know, 30 years in jail and then the, the evidence shows that they were innocent or somebody came and confessed and they were innocent. And it's like. Bro, like, come on. Like, you just ruined somebody's whole life just because you felt like it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, you know. I do know that these police officers need to be dealt with uh, criminally. Uh, there needs to be time given out, uh, death penalty given out if that's on the table. You know what I'm saying? And also, just make examples. You know, you can't let this stuff just keep going by, man. The court system cannot keep letting this stuff happen. And letting stuff ride. Like, hey, and what about the coincidence that George Zimmerman got locked up for, like, a DUI around the same time all this was going on? Like, what the, what, what, what a coincidence. <laughs> but that's going to do it for this episode, Fly Perspective Podcast. Man, any questions, comments, or concerns, um, hit me up, tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. I am at DJSOFLYY. All right, y'all be safe, man. Peace.